Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, The Iowa Campaign. As you know, there is almost nothing as important as the kickoff state here. The Iowa caucuses coming fast and furiously. They will be in February. We are in August. And trust me, the months between now and then will go pretty quickly. And they will set the tone for the entire nomination contest. This crucial kickoff state is seeing a slew of campaign activity uh, in these next few days. The famous Iowa State Fair kicks off today. Over the next 10 days, you will have candidates streaming through the Iowa State Fair, talking to voters, giving their short stump speeches at the Des Moines Register soapbox. We'll try to bring you some sounds from the State Fair on the podcast. In addition to that, You also have a big Democratic fundraising dinner up in Clear Lake tomorrow. You have Michael Bloomberg organizing across multiple gun safety advocacy groups, a guns forum, which almost all of the candidates in Iowa who are here will be participating in on Saturday. And you've got some new phase of the campaign. Kamala Harris is the first top tier candidate to go up on the air with television ads. Her first campaign ad of the cycle. And as I said, the first of any of the top tier candidates here in Iowa. And I want you to hear Kamala Harris's debut introductory ad that is now starting to be seen on television screens throughout the state of Iowa. She introduces herself with a little bit touch of biography before pivoting to her, she calls her 3 a.m. agenda, her sort of programmatic pitch. Here is Kamala Harris's debut Iowa ad. She'd work all day, then pour her whole heart into Maya and me when she got home. And then after we were fed and in bed, our mother would sit up trying to figure out how to make it all work. That's something most Americans know all too well. And that's what my 3 a.m. agenda is all about. A real plan to help you solve those worries. The biggest middle class tax cut in a generation. Another $500 in your pocket every month. Paid for by repealing Donald Trump's tax breaks for the top 1% and the richest corporations in America. Healthcare for all, with Medicare for all. And for companies that don't pay women the same as men, new fines on their profits until they do. That's what I'm fighting for. Real relief for families like yours. Not in 20 years, not in 30. Starting my first day as president. Because you've waited long enough to get a good night's sleep. I'm Kamala Harris, and I approve this message. The question is, are voters looking for a specific laundry list of proposed solutions or are they looking for a grander vision of how somebody plans to lead the country in response to Donald Trump, how they are going to not just lead the Democratic Party uh, onto the general election, but their vision for America 
in what would be a post-Trump world? I, th- I think that you're, you're getting an answer here from Kamala Harris and her team. They're leaning into here are the proposed solutions to specific problems that vex Americans, as opposed to the sort of grander vision thing. Of course, there's plenty of time to do both. This is how she chose to launch her debut ad. Also in Iowa today, there is a brand new poll out giving us a sense of the state of the race here in the critical first contest. Monmouth University has a new poll out, and there's actually some really interesting things in it beyond the horse race, but I will give you the horse race first. Joe Biden maintaining his lead here in Iowa. He's at 28% in this poll. That's right where he was four months ago in April, just before he got in the race. He was at 27%. So yes, he is still holding a comfortable lead, but His numbers haven't moved in the last four months since he got into the race, according to the last Mammoth poll here in Iowa. He does have new second place competition in this poll. Elizabeth Warren is at 19%. That is up from 7% in April. So she has more than doubled her support in the last four months. Kamala Harris in third at 11%. She's up from 7% as well in April. And clearly on the losing end of this poll, due to the Warren and Harris rise, is Bernie Sanders. He's gone down from 16 percent in April to 9 percent now. Bernie Sanders in single digits in this poll. Pete Buttigieg is up next with 8 percent, rounding out the top five candidates there. And then Amy Klobuchar and Tom Steyer at 3 percent, Kirsten Gillibrand and Andrew Yang are at 2%, everyone else 1% or below. We should note here, the Andrew Yang 2% is actually quite significant. It's his fourth poll at 2%, and he's already said he's met the fundraising threshold. He has now met the polling threshold, which means Andrew Yang will be on that September debate stage in Houston. He is the ninth Democratic candidate now to say that they have qualified for the next debate with the increased thresholds that the DNC has put forth. And there are a couple others who are close. Tom Steyer, with his 3% in this poll, shows A, if you have a lot of money and you put it on TV ads, you can actually move numbers. There are still some truisms in American politics. So Tom Steyer, with all of his impeachment ads that were on the air and now his presidential campaign ads, he's able to move his numbers a bit. This is his third poll that qualifies. He needs one more poll to get the polling threshold. And then we'll have to see how his effort at trying to buy a lot of Facebook ads to generate small $1 contributions, if indeed he announces any claim that he's met the 130,000 individual donor threshold. So he's now just one poll away. And Julian Castro is one poll away. So he too could be on the cusp of making the September debate. If Obviously, if two more people make the stage now that nine already have, that would trigger the debate to once again be over the course of two nights. If 11 people qualify, it would be, you know, one night, six people debating, one night, five people debating the way that the DNC has set up the rules for now. We'll see how this all shakes out between now and August 28th. But back to this Iowa poll, uh, which obviously has some great news for Elizabeth Warren, great news for Joe Biden, who continues to maintain a stable lead here in this critical state, and good news for Kamala Harris, less good news for Bernie Sanders. But here's what I find particularly intriguing about the poll. It is, it is the issue of health care 
it how Iowa Democrats are responding. It is the number one issue by far. Top issue on Iowa Democrats mind. 55 percent say it's health care. That's followed by 18 percent. That's a climate change or 12 percent who say the environment in general. So you can kind of put those together. Health care and climate change are the top two issues before you get to beating Trump when asked as part of the issues. Now, when asked if you would prefer the Democratic nominee to have the ability to beat Trump or prefer the Democratic nominee to be in alignment with you on the issues, once again, we find overwhelmingly nearly three quarters of Democrats want the candidate who can beat Trump. But when you dig in on health care, which, as you know, was heavily debated last week in Detroit, 56 percent of likely Iowa Democratic caucus goers say that they would prefer to allow people to opt in to Medicare. Just 21 percent say they want a Medicare for all type of system with no private insurance. This you know, this could be a potential problem for Kamala Harris, who even in her ad that you just heard claims her plan is Medicare for all. It is not an opt in. Now, she would say it does preserve a role for private insurance, but she does propose it as a Medicare for all plan. It seems that may not be where the majority of Democrats are in, in terms of Iowa caucus goers. And so the Mammoth poll also asked which candidates for president Come closest to your own views on health care. Biden gets 28 percent. Warren, 20 percent. Sanders, 20 percent. Harris is down at 9 percent and Buttigieg at 7 percent. So Harris is not connecting with voters yet on what they say is the most important issue to them, which is health care. And as you know, this has been a struggle for her throughout the campaign season. Uh, she's now 10 days into having a health care plan out there, still some questions around it. So she clearly has some work to do on that score if she is going to begin to threaten Elizabeth Warren, who now seems to be in a solid second place here in Iowa, according to this Mammoth University poll. So you've got brand new television ads from a top tier candidate. You've got a brand new poll to give you the state of the race here in Iowa. You are coming off of Joe Biden's very strong speech yesterday in Burlington, Iowa, pushing back uh, on Donald Trump and his uh, hateful rhetoric, I think is how Joe Biden put it. And you've got now the state fair and these other events this week with a ton of candidates crisscrossing the state. This is a new phase of an engaged Iowa campaign. And from here on out, it is all about the organization in this state, the door knocking, the persuasion, the making sure you're finding your most committed supporters. You are letting them know how to caucus and where to caucus between now and February. This is going to become an all out ground game assault in these campaigns. And this is when you know, some of the national polls and national narratives will begin to matter a little less as as this campaign in Iowa becomes fully engaged. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number Smart Beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep Next Level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. 
Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.